Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, friends. It's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapper. In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedar sinai Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles, and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warriors Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai for 33 years and counting. Wow. I'm joined by Will Orms, put together the sound bites for us, and I'm back from Hawaii. I spent this last week, flew out on Sunday, and surfed every day this week. And I'm back. Wait till I tell you what happened. I almost didn't make it here. Because I almost drowned. There was a big swell. Biggest one I've encountered. And I was not going to be stopped. Scary though. Got thrown off my board. Wiped out. And that wave is so big. It pushes you down under the water. Okay, I've done it before. Open my eyes and start swimming. Then I realize, am I swimming towards the top, the surface? Or am I swimming further away from the surface? I was so disoriented. Maybe because it was just such a force that pushed me down. That's what happened to JFK Jr. That's why he died in that plane crash. Because he kept trying to make the plane go up from the dive what he ended up doing was going in the wrong direction and accelerated the plane into the ground I said to myself I got one last breath as I pushed myself to come up guess what I still was underwater took a breath and filled my lungs with water going uh oh this is serious and I don't know. It's like an angel came from above and plucked me out of the water so that I could sit here today with you guys. Don't want to interrupt the Weekend Warriors show. 12 years in a row. It's a lot of shows. But it was a great trip. And I said to myself, you better go surfing tomorrow because you better not let this put fear in your heart. Otherwise, you won't surf again. And I went out the next day. And I had a wave throw my 11-foot surfboard, 50-pound board, right into the side of my thigh. If you could see it now, I have a grapefruit-sized black and blue mark on the side of my thigh. I thought I broke my femur. But I was not going to stop. <laughs> I kept surfing. 
And it's just great to be back. I had a lovely time with my good buddy Keith Cockin. I'm going to tell you a story about what he taught me when I had a conversation with him about Michael Jordan practicing his free throws with his eyes closed. Keith Cockett is very involved with keeping the Hawaiian life, the ancient Hawaiian traditions alive in Hawaii. and teaches the young Hawaiian teenagers about their history, including throwing a spear. He told me when we teach these young kids, we use a banana stump as the target. He said, Robbie, it's interesting what you say about Michael Jordan shooting free throws with his eyes closed. We teach those young Hawaiians when they throw the spear at the banana stump, look at it and now close your eyes. He says, you'd be surprised when their eyes are closed, they're more accurate at hitting the banana stump with the spear than when their eyes are open. Seeing it actually can confuse you. You have to trust that sixth sense of where it is. It was an amazing trip, and I'm glad to be back. But the ultimate paradise, the ultimate vacation is visiting the islands, and they're not that far from California. So make it your business to get there. What a show we have for you today. My guest at 815 is my good friend, a neurosurgeon, my favorite, Dr. Pat Johnson. I got permission from Ramona Shelburne so that I can say when she called me and said her back was killing her, sciatica, what should she do? I said, you go see Pat Johnson. And he took care of her, and she's now having a second baby, Ramona is. Going to be great to talk to Pat Johnson about his world of spine surgery. I have so many patients in common with Pat Johnson because they go to Pat Johnson or a neurosurgeon or a back surgeon saying they have back pain. And guess what? The back pain is coming from their hip. He examines them and go, you may be feeling it in your back, but your pain is coming from your hip. Go see Robbie Clapper. And then I have patients who come to me. I can't walk, Dr. Clapper. My hip is killing me. But they don't point to their groin. They point to their buttock. I examine them. Their hips are moving great. Your hip pain's coming from your back. Go see Pat Johnson. We have so many patients in common because we listen to the patient. We examine the patient. And not everything that hurts in your back comes from your back, and not everything that hurts in your hip comes from your hip. That's where the skill set comes from. But it made me think all week. I want to talk about spine surgery, back surgery, in art, in sports. Where is it? Well, Dwight Howard had back pain, and he put up with it until the day came that he couldn't do a calf raise. He was limping. He couldn't walk. His friend said to him, what's the matter with you? You said your back hurt, but now you can't walk. That's sciatica. That's a pinched nerve. And we'll get into it big time and what about in the world of art bono from youtube youtube gotta stop saying youtube instead of youtube he 2010 had to stop the 
the tour, the, the 360 tour for a while because he had to have emergency back surgery because he couldn't walk. So that was my initial idea. I'm going to talk about Bono. I'm going to talk about Dwight Howard and spine surgery and back and teach you all about it. Got a great clapper vision. You know, if you listen to the show, it's your spine is like a stack of Oreo cookies. You hear me talk about it all the time. The vertebral body, the bone is the cookie. The cream filling is the disc. But actually, it's more like a jelly donut. The disc is really that crusty donut where the jelly is on the inside. And wait till I tell you about our food today, which is like a mini disc that you can eat. It's called a donut hole, but instead of raspberry jelly, it's got a white custard, which literally looks like your disc when Pat Johnson is operating on your spine. And I'll tell you where my favorite place to get a donut hole is with that custard, not just the raspberry on the inside. But the more I listen to the sound bites of Dwight Howard and Bono, and the topic of their spine surgery, the more I realized the story in both of these men was about the effect of the illness on their teammates, on their bandmates. And I got to be honest with you, in teaching us to become doctors, one of the most neglected parts of my training and education, and that goes for all doctors, is we don't talk enough about the effect of the illness on more than just the patient. How does that surgery affect the loved ones, the bandmates, the teammates, the responsibilities of the people around you? The broken medical system just focuses on the illness. Very little about prevention because there's no money in prevention. There's only money in the drugs and the symptoms and even the surgery. And what was fascinating to me, and you'll hear in the sound bites, is how Edge, the guitar player in YouTube, talks about his bandmate. You'll hear Bono talk about how special his family in the band is to him. And the same thing with Dwight Howard. He did not want to let the Orlando Magic teammates down. His loyalty to them. And that's what today's show is going to be about. It's not just the illness, but how it affects the people around you. And we'll get into it with Pat Johnson, the details of spine surgery. Nobody knows it. Nobody does it better than he does. What a treat to be able to have him come on at 8.15. But I want you to listen to loyalty. Where does it come from in Bono? And by the way, who is you two? For those of you who don't know, it's this this group, this guy singing. Take you out of this place. Bono, so Special in return for grace. It's a beautiful day. It's a special sound. Those guitars. They're unique. 
sound is special. They've been playing together since they're young teenagers. Where does that loyalty come from in Bono? Well, listen to him in his own words. Why that band is his second family. I became an artist through the portal of grief. Mm. My mother died at my, her own father's graveside. Mm. As he was being lowered into the ground, she had an aneurysm, I was 14. She left me, but she left me an artist. Mm. I began the journey, trying to fill the hole in my heart with music, mm. with my mates, my bandmates. And finally, the only thing that can fill it is God's love. And it's a big hole, but luckily, there's a big love. His bandmates. That's what he sees. Now he's presented with an awful injury. I tried to look up Bono talking about his spine surgery. Couldn't really find much. But you know what I found? His bandmates talking about the effect he had on them, this injury. Like they all suffered the injury. Listen to The Edge being interviewed about Bono's spine surgery. I'm right now uh, in sunny New York City, and I was, uh, until a few days ago, getting myself ready to go on the road, and um, then out of the blue, we got this news that our fearless leader had uh, done himself some serious damage and was heading to the hospital in Munich. So I'm still in New York. Uh, the case is half-packed, and uh, unfortunately now got the news today that uh, he's, he's not going to be able to do anything physical for about eight weeks, which knocks out the, the first part of this tour. That's right. Listen more to Edge talk about Bono and his spine surgery and how all this went down. I spoke to Bono um, immediately, like a few hours after he came out of uh, the operation, but he was not making any sense. I, I can tell you whatever he was on. Uh, he didn't remember any of the conversation, um, which is a shame because he promised me his car and various <laughs> other valuables, a few paintings. But anyway, he, he claims not to remember that conversation. But the next day, uh, we all managed to get him on the phone, and he was really together um, and, you know, sounded great, even though he was clearly in shock um, about the implications of, of the injury. So Listen to how it happened. It was good to hear him kind of back to his, himself and we, we talked at length about, you know, what this meant and, uh, and and we're just dealing with it now. I mean, he was in a kind of fairly intense uh, program to, to be ready for the tour, so something in, the, in that preparation, um, maybe he just overdid it and uh, hurt himself maybe without realizing it and it, it could have got worse. Now listen to this. When back pain occurs, we all have back pain. When does it become time for surgery? Ah, it's when you can't walk. It's when it's not just the nerve being irritated, but the nerve is being crushed by the disc. Trust me, you can't walk. Motor weakness, muscular weakness, then you got to have surgery. Listen to what happens next. But luckily enough, he did realize um, at a certain point, I think when he could no longer walk, that actually he needed to go to the doctor. And uh, thank God he did, because by the time they got to see him and did the scans, they realized that he'd actually got some fairly major 
damage and uh, had he not done anything about it, it it could have actually been very serious and, and possibly permanent so it was well kind of caught I think uh, we were very relieved to hear um, when we finally got the medical you know information that, that he had gone to the doctor when he did he's he's really um, so in the moment he was so looking forward to the tour he's not somebody who ever really um, takes a look backwards or considers sort of physical um, you know limitations that those are um, those are very much of secondary importance to him. He's just about moving forward. He's about his bandmates and his loyalty to the band. That's what I want to talk about today. It's not just the surgery. It's not just the illness. We do that enough. What we need to talk about is the effect on those around you. It's not just the patient. It's the patient's bandmates, teammates, loved ones. And coming up next... What a touching story you're going to hear in sports of how Dwight Howard, and you're going to hear from his his posse, his loved ones who were there to be with him, to take care of him. The love they have for him and the loyalty he has back for them. That's what today's topic is all about. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. It's time for Clapper Killies. Start your weekend off right, <laughs> listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Where has this been my whole life? Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Being back in the high life. Doing back surgery, just like Dr. Pat Johnson does at 8.15 to talk about the nuances of why that herniated disc causes your leg to go numb. I'm so old, I've been around before there were MRIs, and I was lucky in medical school to learn from neurologists who didn't have MRIs in those days. This is in the, I graduated med school in 83, so 40 plus years ago. So to be taught how to figure out which disc, which of those cream fillings of the Oreo cookies is the one causing the problem in days that you didn't have an MRI? Well, I'll give you a little bit of a secret. If the numbness goes into your little toe, not the big toe, the little toe, your disc is at L5S1. If the numbness is into your big toe, your herniated disc is at L4, L5. And if your calf is weak, you can't do a leg raise, that's your L5, S1 disc. You learn these dermatomes, they're called, 
areas where the nerve is responsible for in your hand you make you can't make an okay sign it's your median nerve you can't spread your fingers it's your ulnar nerve you can't extend your wrist it's your radial nerve you're essentially an electrician when you're a neurologist god forbid they would ever think that but I've been around enough electricians, the son of a carpenter. Everybody needs to calm down. You're all worthy of respect. If what you do, you do with passion, I don't care if you went to school or not. Hard work is hard work. Passion for what you do is all that matters to me. My first office manager used to work in a record store. She's the best office manager you could ever have. Her name was BB, like a BB gun. All my career, I hire people because of their passion and their work ethic. That's all that matters. Yeah, going to school is great and you need to. I remember my father putting his arm around me one day and said, Robbie, do me one favor. Don't be like me. I said, why? I want to be just like you. No. Look at how hard I have to work. Look at the calluses in my hands. He would show me his hands bleeding from the calluses that cracked, swinging a hammer on a roof 20 below zero. Don't do this, Robbie. Go to school. Use your brain, your brain and your hands if you want, but use your brain. So I did. Got to be a carpenter in the body. But I still have all that respect for the men and women who work hard. It's all that matters. But let's listen to the story of Dwight Howard. By the way, the number is 877-710-ESPN. I could sit, I could tell stories for hours. It's called the gift of the gab. But I want to talk about spine surgery because my guest at 815 is an expert in it. But there's more than spine surgery going on here. When you listen to Dwight Howard, you can hear that disappointment that he's letting his team down. It's the part of the story of illness and surgery that we don't talk about. It's the effect on the teammate, the bandmate, the family. You know, I knew that it was my back. The next day, Doc said, we need you here in L.A. My back is in so much pain that I'm going to have to have surgery. By the time I got to L.A., my leg was done. Ten seconds to go in the half. Irving against Howard, got the switch. Good defense by Howard, moving his feet and gets the block. Dwight Howard comes up with a big defensive play, and uh, you know what? He might be hurting a little bit. Howard getting up slowly. And remember, he set up those two games with a bad back. That's Dwight Howard. It wasn't the back pain. It was Dr. Watkins telling him, Dwight, it's not just the back pain. It's when you have muscle weakness, then you got to get on a plane and get here. He was still playing in Orlando at the time. What a great surgeon Dr. Watkins and his son are. And he flew out to have the surgery with them. And you'll hear them speak during these sound bites as well. 
This is the first big injury Dwight has ever had. He's been pretty healthy all this time. Yeah, well, he's been one of the most durable NBA centers in NBA history, missing only seven games in his first seven years in the league. I just cried and just like, why? Why this had to happen after all the stuff I went through for the whole season? I was trying to find every way possible to not have to have surgery. What about my teammates? I was really thinking that the playoffs would come and then we'll just turn it all around. That's all he's thinking about is his teammates. He ain't thinking about himself. Eyewitness News at noon that Dwight has agreed to stay through the end of his contract. You know, loyalty is, is better than you know, anything else. He said it came down to loyalty. Loyalty to a team in a city that took a chance on an 18-year-old high school kid eight years ago. You know, we had an opportunity to win. You know, I tried to play through the pain for a while. But then it seemed like it went from bad to worse. You know, I couldn't be there for my team. I couldn't even travel. I put so much work in to be at the top of my game and get my team to the top. Now you're going to start hearing the sound of his friends, the people close to him. You can hear the love in their voices how this injury affects them. Rehab has really been therapy. Uh, trying, to, trying to get his strength back in his leg. I mean, he went from barely being able to bend over and barely being able to do a calf raise to you see now. Doctor said BLT, which is no bending, lifting, or twisting. So uh, I can't lift anything over 10 pounds, really. I'm not supposed to. We're finally seeing that, that strength come back in his leg to where he can do a calf raise, so that's really good. It's crazy that we're excited about Superman, you know, doing a calf raise. So obviously that's after the surgery, but what led to the injury? It started as back pain, but then it became weakness. I remember going up for a dunk, and one of my teammates just doing what people do every day, try to foul me so I wouldn't dunk. And as I'm going up, he's coming down, and uh, my back, I just felt something kind of snap, and I was like, oh, man. So I'm thinking it was going to go away, but it got worse. So at first, he was like, man, I'm going to have to miss some games, you know, uh, but let's get this training going. Let's get this rehab together so that I'm back and I can help my team finish this season and bring home the championship. Mm, it's all he's thinking. I couldn't understand it. I didn't want to understand it, but it was happening. You know, and it was, it was, we all, we all was, we all felt the injury, you know, because we couldn't just believe that he was hurt, you know, but he was hurt. He was really hurt. He had just finished that Philly game where, you know, you could tell just watching him, you know, that he was going through pain. He decided he would sit a game out and, and I knew it was, I knew it was hurting him when he agreed to sit out. And then, of course, they did the MRI. Did you hear that? We all felt the injury. That's the part of medicine that we don't do a good job with. How it affects the people around you. Just like his friend Rock said, we all felt the injury. After he missed that game. Waited a couple days. And the first MRI I had, the area was this small. And the next one, it was like that. So it had actually grown. Most herniated discs improve with just tincture of time. You expect people's pain to improve, their function to improve. Uh, overall, they just feel better. 
and Dwight just wasn't feeling better. We cautioned him at the time of that initial visit, the thing to check for was any weakness in his calf or any increased symptoms. He started limping. That's when I knew it was serious. So I was like, yo, I thought your back hurt. I'm limping around the house. Everybody's like, man, you limping pretty heavy, man. Like, what's, we ain't never seen you limp like this. Yeah, that was the voice of Dr. Watkins. We cautioned him. When it starts to be weak muscles, that's a different story. Back pain's back pain, but when it starts causing weakness, then you're in trouble. His nerves come through the spinal canal here, and specifically the S1 nerve passes right here, though, that goes to your calf muscle. Here's a spine model. Here are the nerves coming out. Here are the discs, and his disc herniation was right in here, large herniation. It was a really big piece, pushing right on his S1 nerve, which goes right down into your calf. And this large herniation here is hitting that nerve and causing the sciatic pain down his leg and causing his calf to be weak. Now listen to that disappointment in the effect on himself, but also on his loved ones. Kevin Samples. This is what it's all about. Doc said, uh, Dwight, if you can't do a calf raise, you need to have surgery. So go home I go to sleep I didn't want to think about it I'm like man this is this ain't right I, I knew I couldn't do a calf raise so Kev calls back he says do I try to do a calf raise I said Kev I can't do no calf raise he said oh man Debo don't tell me that I said Kev I'm trying not working it's not working but it did. Dr. Watkins operated on him, and he was back. Bono had surgery, and he's back. At 8.15, we'll understand better what exactly that means when we talk to Dr. Pat Johnson. Until then, I want to talk to you. The number is 877-710-ESPN. And don't forget our segment with Will Orms, where there's a will, there's a way. We'll do some clap revision. Coming up next on the Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Keyshawn in the morning. My man, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show starts your Saturday morning. Join the doc from 7 to 9 a.m. But don't miss my show Monday morning on 710 ESPN. 
What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. It's the most entertaining thing in the world. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. From schwitzing like a piece of tuna fish. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Come back, Weekend Warriors. Notice Will Arms having all the songs with the word back in it. Love it, because that's what we're talking about today. You're back. You're spine. And at 8.15, Dr. Pat Johnson. Hang on the line. The lines are all lit up. The number is 877-710-ESPN. But right now, let's do our segment where there's a will, there's a way. Let's do some clap revision with Will Orms. Will, what's up? All right, Doc. So NBA playoffs are going on right now. Mm-hmm. And one of the heavy favorites in the East was the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. And in the next round, it appears like they'll be without their star, Joel Embiid for some considerable amount of time, and that's going to be due to an orbital fracture, actually. Yes. Which is, uh, I, I want to say that's a little less common in basketball. And also he's in uh, concussion protocol as well as he uh, injured his thumb. So what is an orbital fracture? How long can we realistically expect him to be out with this injury? Uh, I believe it's something that perhaps he can throw a mask on after a little while and play a la Rip Hamilton uh, for a little while or something like that, maybe. So the key is, even though it's a fracture, and I'm an orthopedic surgeon and I know a lot about how bones heal, this is a whole different story. You don't call an orthopedic surgeon for a fractured bone in your face. That's a whole different specialty. But the orbit, which is where your eyeball sits and literally floats it's kind of like there's a clapper vision for you if you're all at a computer and you got a mouse and you know what that little ball is on the bottom that makes the mouse move around that's your eyeball the actual mouse is the bony socket if you will so you need that if you were to remove that sphere of the bottom of your mouse for your computer that hole in the plastic is your orbit orbital socket. Now, once again, if you fracture something, you can just crack it, a non-displaced fracture. Yeah, that doesn't need surgery. It'll go on to heal on its own. But if there's at all any displacement, you have got to fix it with surgery with tiny plates and screws. And remember, if that displacement is less than a millimeter, the length of the a hair, which I don't have on top of my head, but if you did have hair on top of your head, even a small amount of displacement will obviously affect your vision. Because if you mess up one of your eyes, you're going to affect the 3D Z-axis, the depth, because you need two eyes to see depth. So it's not something that you usually can get away with just wearing a mask. If you think orthopedic surgeons have difficulty accepting any displacement of a bone, you can forget about it when you're talking about someone taking care of an orbital fracture. And this is the world of ear, nose, and throat surgeons, head and neck surgeons. They're the ones who really take care of these orbital fractures. Certain ophthalmologists will as well these eye doctors, but this is a whole next level of expertise that you need to do extra training in as well. So he had one of these fractures, believe it or not, in his other orbit, and he needed surgery for it. 
So I would be extremely nervous that he is going to probably need surgery on this one. I'm not so sure you're going to be seeing him back again. You can't let him play with an orbital fracture just in a mask until it's healed. Right. Okay. So obviously that puts a damper on the 76ers' hopes for a title this year. I he's, think so. He's I far and away so. their their best player. And another team that has championship aspirations is the Milwaukee Bucks, who are without their second best player, Chris Middleton, because he has a sprained MCL. Now that, obviously, a, a torn MCL is much worse, but can this sprain keep him out of the next round potentially, or, or, or can he try to play through it? Well, it's, it's interesting. In sports, when you talk about an injury, in football, the same injury matters, whether it's the quarterback, the running back, or the wide receiver. We treat them differently because of the stresses on it. Your, lateral, your medial collateral ligament in his knee, the big toe side of your knee, is where he has suffered the injury. That's the medial side of the knee. And the medial collateral ligament has two layers, a deep layer and a more superficial layer. When you talk about grade two strains, sprains, it's really a microscopic tear. So what's the best clapper vision for me to describe? Take two pieces of Velcro and and press it together. They become one, right? The Velcro becomes one when you press it together nicely. When you pull the Velcro apart, that's a grade three tear of a ligament where it's two separate pieces of Velcro not embracing as one. But what if you don't press the Velcro all the way down? It's it's connected, but it's not like it's really super squeezed together. That's a grade two. It's painful. It's not 100% together. And when do you feel the medial collateral ligament the most? Lateral movement. So if you say to me, Chris Middleton is Joel Embiid, who just can stand there under the basket and block shots and go vertical up and down. Yeah, you can wear a brace and you probably can come back a lot sooner. But when you're Chris Middleton, whose game involves going from one side of the court to the other, this lateral movement to get open, to take those three-point shots, to set up Giannis, look out. That grade two tear, because of what he needs his knee to do, is a whole different injury because of how he plays basketball. So, yes, he'll be in a brace. Yes, he doesn't need surgery. But this whole idea that he's going to be back in two weeks, you know, we're in the playoffs right now, uh, that's going to put a damper on their chances as well. Let's do some clap revision with some weekend warriors if we got them on the line. Or you want to take a break and have them come back for the next segment. What do you want to do, Will? We can we can squeeze one in here. All right, let's take one in. Who do you want to take first? Let's go to Connie in L.A. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hi, Dr. Clapper. This is Connie. Uh, I'm calling for my sister. That she's had really bad back pain. How young is she, and what does she do for a living? Well, she's retired. She's about 72 years old. Right. So and... that's interesting because a 72-year-old Connie will not have a herniated disc like Dwight Howard and Bono because when you get to be 72, you get what's known as altacocaritis. We get older. We dry out. Pinch the back of your hand if you're 72. You can wait a half an hour for your skin to flatten. You get cataracts. Your heart valves calcify. 
You know what aging is? Drying out. That's what happens. The matrix that holds the spaghetti strands of our collagen is what dries out. Our skin is less elastic. You could literally see that you don't really tear your Achilles tendon when you're 17. You tear your Achilles tendon when you're 35 because already you start drying out, becoming less elastic. So your sister with back pain doesn't have it because of a herniated disc. She has it because of what's known as spinal stenosis. And my best clapper vision for that is galvanized pipes in the kitchen versus copper pipes. You know what happens to old galvanized pipes? They get rust. And rust starts to fill the lumen, the hole in the pipe in your kitchen. So you turn on the faucet and the water pressure isn't there because you're essentially choking and making the pipe that feeds the water to your kitchen more narrow. And that's what stenosis is in your spine. And I would bet that's what's going on with your sister. She needs an x-ray. She needs an MRI. Don't let them give cortisone injections or epidurals. You want to walk in the pool as therapy. But you do need to be evaluated and come to Cedars. we got the best spine surgeons, and they're not necessarily going to do surgery on you. So I would have your sister checked out. You're going to hear Dr. Pat Johnson at 815. But, for example, there's a great spine surgeon who's an expert in spinal stenosis that I love named Dr. Lionel Hunt. Check out Dr. Hunt. Let's take a break. We'll come back with more callers. Thanks so much for listening to the Weekend Warrior Show. The number is 877-710-ESPN. I shouldn't give the number out because all the lines are lived up, but I love it. And I got to tell you about food. We got to do a clapper vision food for the herniated disc. I'll explain. And it involves a donut hole. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Hey, it's John Ireland. You know there is no better way to start your Saturday than with the man who replaced Michael Thompson's hip, Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. Don't miss my show, Mason and Ireland, back Monday at 1, all here on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. At 42 years old, you know what your new nickname is for me? (laughs) Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You're not Matthew from Santa Monica anymore. You're Mr. Preop. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You want the Weekend Warrior Show in the palm of your hand? It's finally here. You can now listen to 710 ESPN anywhere you are with just one tap. Introducing the all-new 710 ESPN app. Get it right now. Just search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play or go to ESPNLA.com. What a cool thing that the Weekend Warriors show is now on an app. I love it. Good job, Chris Morales. All right, let's do some more calls. I love doing Clapper Vision with the Weekend Warrior. Let's go to Athena. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hi, Dr. Clapper. Hi. How young are you? What do you do for a living? Okay, um, I'm 61, and I'm a personal banker. I've been that for 22 years. Wow. Last year, Wait a minute. Where did you grow up? What did your father do for a living? Go to high school. Okay, I'm from New Jersey, and my father was a chef. Your father was a chef? I'm Greek, yeah. He was a chef. Oh, my God. How great is that? Did you did your mother cook or your dad did all the cooking? Um, at home, my mother made dinner every night, but when company came over, my father cooked. 
Okay, what was the dish that just blew your mind to this day that your dad did? Hmm. Um, I'm going to say his stuffed grape leaves. So what's the secret inside the grape? I eat the the stuffed grape leaves two places. I eat it at the farmer's market on Fairfax. There's a play, a Lebanese yeah. restaurant there. I love their grape leaves. And also the Tarzana, in Tarzana, the Armenian Deli. They have great stuff. What's the secret inside the stuffed grape leaf? Um, probably the pine nuts and then the spices, the lemon. Wow. Uh, yeah. I my father it. always put a lemon on the bottom of the dish before, you know, while he was uh, cooking the grape leaves. He would oh. line it with lemons and olive oil and the grape leaves. Yeah. So they would sit on a bed of lemon juice and olive oil. What a great yeah. idea. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. All right, young lady, what can I do for you? How'd you hurt yourself? What's up? Okay, so 20 years I've always had hip problems. Never thought I would need a hip replacement. But last mm-hmm. year it got to the point where I was a cripple. Mm. And so in addition to my hip hurting, my feet were hurting plantar fasciitis and Achilles tendonitis. Okay. But, of course, the most uh, impressing need was my hip replacement. I had an amazing doctor did the hip, my, did my hip replacement in October. Okay. 100% successful. Good. Absolutely no pain. I could do anything in the world. Good. And my feet are a mess. Okay. I have now gone back to work. I'm, again, wearing – I only wear block heels at work, but I, I wear a dress to work every day, so I don't wear flats. So I have to have a little elevator, and it's the only way I could walk because I I can't walk in a flat shoe. So I have a little elevator heel that does relieve. It makes me able to work eight hours a day, but my plantar fasciitis, I have a bone spur. I'm stressed. I'm trying to I – I went to physical therapy two months for stretching my Achilles tendon um, so that it wouldn't hurt, and I'm back to work. And honestly, at the end of the day, when I come home, I'm a mess. So I don't lo- to, don't I, let I, them I, give you don't let them shoot it with cortisone. Don't let them tell you you have to have surgery. When you do your job sitting at your desk, are you taking your shoes off and rolling any kind of a tennis ball, golf ball, or hard ball on the floor with the bottom while you're at work? I have not, but believe me, starting Monday I will do that. So I this is what you're going to do. I have I have some advice for you. You listen to the show. You know what Clapper Vision is? Yeah. All right. You, you listen to Gene Crawford says the ladies who call, they don't listen during the week. They just listen to the show on the weekend. Is that true? Do you not listen during the week and you just listen to the weekend warrior li- show? I can't listen. I can't listen during the week. I work. <laughs> I love it. Gene Crawford is right again. All right. I had her on the show 10 years ago. She's awesome. Her name is Jill Miller, and she invented something called yoga, Y-O-G-A, yoga, because I'm from New York, so it sounds like yogurt, but yoga tune-up balls. They're basically a thicker version of a tennis ball. Yoga, you can buy them online. You put that yoga tune-up ball, take it to work, put it in your pocketbook. When you're at work sitting at your desk, you're on the phone using your computer, that's when I need you to do your therapy. Because the clapper vision for the bottom of your foot, your plantar fasciitis, is this. The bony arch of your foot is like a bow and arrow. If you took a bow and arrow, the hard, the bow made of fiberglass or bamboo, make it like an arch so that the string of the bow and arrow is on the ground, and now you have the arch of the bow 90 degrees from the floor. 
the the string that's touching the floor is the canvas-like material that's under your skin that connects your heel bone to the balls of your feet, your metatarsal heads. And that's the spring. So basically, when you walk, it's like you're pushing on the bow of the bow and arrow and trying to push it into the floor as the arch stays away from the floor. Plantar fasciitis is that at 61, you've got a 61-year-old string attaching to one end of the bow, and it's become frayed. And every time you take a step, it's pulling, it's ripping, it's tearing microscopically the string a little bit more from the bow itself until it actually goes boing and it just doesn't have a string for the bow and arrow anymore, which happens sometimes where people can spontaneously rupture their plantar fascia. I think Albert Pujols actually had this happen to him once. But it's very, very painful. So how do you treat it? Well, you can numb it up, which is what doctors like to do with shots. I hate that. You can do surgery to cut the bone and cut the... I hate that. I prefer to be holistic. So you get this yoga tune-up bowl. What does it do? When you put it on the floor and you deep tissue massage, roll the bottom of your foot all day long while you're at work, what you're doing is you are ever so slightly stretching elongating the string so that it's not tightly wrapped on the end of the bow or onto the bone itself. The attachment of the plantar fascia to the heel bone, the calcaneus, is like the string attaching to the bow. But if you do the deep tissue massage, you basically start to stretch it ever so slightly. But at 61, you got to do this all day long. And it's not going to be better in a day or two. So don't say, oh, I tried it, Dr. Clapper. It doesn't work. It works. But it takes weeks, really takes a month. But do it all during. Don't wait to go to therapy. Forget the physical therapy. You do the therapy while you're at work, just like Shaquille O'Neal used to say, right? I'm ha- I got injured on company time. I'm having my surgery on company time. You got injured sitting at your desk all day long. That's when I want you to do your therapy. And if you do what I say, you will get better. It takes about a month, okay? I'm going to do it. You I promise. <laughs> so listen, young lady, you're a total stranger to me. I want you to find a total stranger today. You do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me, all right? You're, I will, absolutely. Thank you. All right, God bless you, and I appreciate you being a loyal weekend warrior listener, like all of you. Wow, it's fantastic. All right, I think we got time for one more. We'll squeeze in. All right, let's try it. Who do we got? We got Mark. Mark, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hello, doctor. I'm a repeat offender. You helped me once a couple years ago with my hand, and now I have a problem with my elbow. Okay, sure. No problem. What's up? How young are you? What do you do for a living? I'm 62 years young, and I still play competitive basketball every weekend at Balboa Park in the San Fernando Valley. Wow. Good for you. God bless you. you. I want to know a little bit about it. What'd your father do for a living? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Los Angeles, and you would have loved my father. He was a furniture designer and an artist. Wow. Like you, he sculpted, wow. and uh, but his main passion was making and designing uh, glass and wood furniture, and that's what he did for a living. What a cool guy. Where did he come from? He came from Chicago. Wow. And what brought him to California? He went to USC uh, for architecture school, and he was the only one in his family who 
uh, came from Chicago, and slowly, one by one, the entire family moved out here. That's awesome. Good for you. And what did you do when you were working? I forgot. Um, I do psychological counseling. Right. Okay. Well, we all could use a guy like you in our life. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. What's the new injury? Tell me a little bit. I only have a couple of minutes. Sure. I have complete uh, numbness in part of my right hand. Mm-hmm. It's been diagnosed as cubital uh, tunnel syndrome. Right. And I have two different um, uh, recommendations. One is release of the nerve behind the elbow. Mm-hmm. And the second is repositioning of the nerve behind a muscle, which is a more extensive surgery. And I'd like your take on what might be better for me. So those are the options that you have, in my opinion. And there's actually a third option, which you can actually cut the bone itself off the the medial epicondyle of the elbow, which sounds really aggressive, but actually sometimes ends up being even better. This is something that I have a favorite a surgeon to send you to because if I needed it, Dr. Clapper, if you've got cubital tunnel syndrome, the ulnar nerve, what's the ulnar nerve? The ulnar nerve is that funny bone nerve that is involved with what? What's So anytime you talk about a nerve, what's the motor function and what's the sensation to the nerve? The motor function for the ulnar nerve that goes into your wrist and hand is the it's the nerve that lets you spread your fingers. Those intrinsic muscles allow you to st- uh, spread your fingers. And how about sensation? It's to the pinky and a half of the ring finger. That's the exactly. ulnar nerve. What's exactly. that? Yeah. Okay. So the location is it wraps in this groove. It's so cool to see this skeleton and to see the the area in the bone of the distal humerus where that ulnar nerve sits. And by the way, this is the nerve that got Tommy John, the baseball pitcher, into a lot of trouble. And Dr. Job had to not only rebuild Tommy John's ligament, but a month later had to take him back to surgery in 1974 because he had to transpose his ulnar nerve because, because Tommy John had all kinds of symptoms like you have after the first surgery. And Dr. Job realized, you know what, I have to address the ulnar nerve at the same time. And from now on, whenever a Tommy John surgery is done, which is done all the time to baseball pitchers now, thanks to Frank Job, they always include the nerve and transposing it in the surgery. The guy I want you to go to is at Cedars. His name is David Culber, K-U-L-B-E-R. That's the guy who's going to touch your nerve and make sure that it's going to be fine. Forget all the other opinions. That's who I want you to go to. As we say in New York, forget about it. Get out of here. That's what you're going to do. All right? That's exactly what I'll do, Dr. Clapper. Thank you so much, and thanks for all you do for all of us listeners. I appreciate it. Listen, you find a total stranger today. You do something nice for them. That's how you be thanking me, and God bless you for listening. Appreciate it. All right, Warriors, coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories, some stories about spine surgery, but more importantly, how the spine surgery affected the bandmate, the teammate, the loved ones. It's not just about the patient. It's about the people around them. That's what's so fascinating about today's topic. And my guest at 815, Dr. Pat Johnson. Can't wait to talk to him about spine surgery. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.